first episode of God in Hip Hop. It is your host, the producer, MC, photographer, everything under the sun, Ico, and thank you. Thank you, everybody, for joining in uh, on the very first episode. I am so ecstatic, um, elated, um, excited. I was trying to look for another E word. <laughs> to have y'all here with me. Um, I'm just going to jump right into it um, and ask what is God in hip hop. But, but, but before we go there, I want to do a artist highlight who um, it's, it's very well-deserved, um, like very well-deserved. And if you don't know this guy, I admonish you to like do your due diligence, do your research uh, and look this man up on all platforms, everywhere that you can find them, Wikipedia, don't care. Look this guy up. He goes by the name of Jay Monty, Jordan Montgomery. This guy is, he is the GOAT. Um, and I am determined to give this man his flowers while he is here. Um, I met him, or really didn't necessarily meet him, but I was introduced to his music through my brother. Uh, shout out to my brother. Um, he put me on his 100 parts, uh, or 100 bars, uh, parts one, two, and three. And when I tell you, I was absolutely blown away. Um, I, I was just that. And I had hit a really hard season in my life when I had just moved out to Chicago. Um, and I, I was playing his records over and over and over again. And it was like literally the only thing that got me through. Um, and, uh, it was just, uh, an amazing experience when I first got to actually encounter this man of God, um, through clubhouse, right. You know, social media has its, is, um, has, it has its, it's, it's good things, you know? And, um, it was, um, this clubhouse space that my homegirl Lex set up. Shout out to Lexi. First of all, like her turn is coming up next, but shout out to Lexi. <laughs> so yeah, um, I, um, uh, was in this clubhouse space with Lexi and he just ended up popping on and that was literally all she wrote. Next thing I know, you know, uh, dear, you know, a year down the line and we did a whole collab and go check it out. It's Holy Flow, um, streaming on all, uh, streaming services on all platforms. And, uh, yeah, please go hit that man's merch up. It's called testify. Um, and on Tuesdays, it's only on Tuesdays, y'all it's 50% off. So look, um, I'm admonishing you, please, please go blow this man up, um, in the sincerest of ways from his music, um, to all of his content and especially to his merch. Um, he's a, he's a good man. He's a God man. And that's all I care about. And that's what I want to highlight is Jordan Montgomery, AKA Jay Monty. All right. So now that we got that, you know, got that settled, uh, I feel a little bit more easier. I feel, I feel a little bit more at ease. Um, I want to start talking to you all about what exactly is God and hip hop, right? So first, first of all, we can't go forward until we clear up what is the history of hip hop, right? So we, we talking from DJs scratching tables to MCs like rapping, rapping on those scratch records, right? So like all of this stuff was happening live. 
<laughs> like there was nothing recorded. There was nothing. None of that stuff did not come into play until well, well into like the top of the eighties. Uh, I want to, I really want to say it was, um, the, the actually 1980, um, and it was, of course, birthed in the Bronx, right? Um, and it it really took off right after the civil rights movement. Um, and the first record of hip hop to ever exist, I mean, recorded on vinyl, like the first one to ever exist. I actually have it hanging up on my wall. Uh, it is Sugar Hill and the Gang's Rapper's Delight, right? This, this thing, a hip, a hop, a hip, a hippie to the hip, hip hopper, you don't stop or rock it to the bang, bang, boogie, the up jumps the boogie or the rhythm of the boogie to be right. Like that was, that was the track that went platinum. Um, and because we are still in black history month and especially me being a black woman, I, I need to give credit to where it's due and pay homage to the one and only who found this rap trio um, and put them on to the to the magnitude that they are living literally given um, the the authority of you know being one of the starters of hip hop and that is Sylvia Robinson. This black woman found this group and did all the behind the scenes work to get them to where they were and are. And we need to give it up to her um, and give it up for her and give her her flowers because Sylvia Robinson is the one who made it happen. Um, she she was the one who made it happen. So shout out to her. Right um, now, back to hip hop, right back to everything and how it originated. I wholeheartedly believe because of the, the tumultuous times that we as black people were in, uh, I wholeheartedly believe that hip hop and this form of music, this genre, this style of music, right, became an answer. Hip hop was an answer. It was an answer to uh, a voiceless generation. As blacks, we were not given the right to speak, right? It was, it was speak when spoken to, and even though then you better look down. Don't look me into the eye because you, I mean, come on now, we know how it was. Um, and the, this entire thing that, Oh, it was so long ago. No, it wasn't like it, it, it was not. <laughs> if we did the math, which I'm not going to do, I'm going to leave it up to you all. If we did the math, um, my, my great, my great grandmother, not my great, great, my great grandmother was, was, uh, experiencing, um, what it was like to not be, uh, in a, in a school that, you know, was segregated, but she was experiencing that. So, um, like we are not that far away from that. So let's, let's, let's go ahead and, and, and kill that right now. But Right. So with hip hop and how it was created, like I said, I wholeheartedly believe it was a voice to a voiceless generation. So what does God have to do with any of it? First of all, um, he created it. And I, and I think what we as humans often do is we take what God has given us and keep it for ourselves and we don't give it back. Um, we don't acknowledge where it came from and we do not acknowledge who gave it to us. And this is, this is not one of those places and spaces where we say, we beat our chest and say, Hey, we, you know, we created this song, we made the melody, we put the bars on it and it became this great 
uh, piece of work and not acknowledge the God who gave you the gifts in the first place. Um, and so like every, and, and this is not just for hip hop, right? This is every form of artistic expression. Like literally before it was perverted and, and it's, you know, creation and creativity, like it, it's God's like he made it. And it's really up to the vessel to invite him into the space that was already here. So, you know, it's, it's, you got to give credit where it's due. You got to give the gift back to the gift giver. You know, the whole thing where, you know, God said, Hey, Abraham, I'm going to give you a son, even in your old age, but guess what? You're going to have to give your son back to me, right? It's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. And I, and a lot of people are sitting here beating their chest about this gift that God has given them in music and are not putting it back on the altar. Um, and that's what this is. This is, this is where we are going to give God his credit. Um, and so that's literally the, the premise of what God in hip hop is and what it will stand for, for the rest of its days. Um, and one thing that I really wanted to go a little deeper in, um, is this whole thing of, you know, CHH and secular hip hop, you know, regardless of whether it's CHH or secular, first of all, it's still God's, but even let's go a little further, right? I want to specifically talk about this, uh, thing where, uh, or this incident that happened, um, with this, um, uh, producer, artist, songwriter, all this jazz, um, Gavi, right? Uh, part of Reach Records, um, did some amazing things for them and is an amazing person um, uh, in, in his artistry and in his craft. Um, and some things uh, went awry and um, I'll let you all do their research on that. I'm, I'm not about, you know, rehashing old things. But what I am about is bringing clarity to um, an unstable place. And one thing that I did do um, when all this stuff was going on is I um, went a little further and um, began to listen to this live that Thizzle, um, that Thizzle gave. Um, and if you're not familiar with Thizzle, Thizzle, um, I would, I would give him the credit of being um, one of the pillars of CHH. Um, and Thizzle went forward and, you know, gave his two cents and it wasn't necessarily about Gavi, right? It was more so about how we as supposedly Christians respond to um, human matters. Um, it was more so one of those things. And the one thing that he said to me that really, really stuck out to me was that in all of his, his years of being a part of CHH, of being, um, uh, you know, behind the scenes and, uh, in front of the scenes as well. In all of his 20 years, 20 plus years of doing that, he had never seen God behind the stage. Right. Like that's to me, that is absolutely insane. Like that's insane to me. Um, and to say that this is a platform for Christ to say that this is a platform to give honor unto Christ and to be a part of this platform that's supposedly saying these things, but yet you being a part of it, you have never seen it. 
that's that's alarming, uh, alarming in more ways than one. And I don't want to make this a Bible study, but I can't help it. You know, I, I'm going to have to bring scripture into everything that I do. Um, and one thing that I want to uh, bring forth in what uh i've been studying so i've been in daniel right um and there's daniel is like so like full of like great nuggets um and these great nuggets um really essentially gives insight until the time that we are in today um and what i mean by that is understanding the unfolding of nebuchadnezzar and what God allowed for Nebuchadnezzar to go through in order for him to see how much God uh, was in control. Um, being someone, um, and I'm speaking on, on behalf of Nebuchadnezzar, I, pro I probably shouldn't do that, but <laughs> what was given in the word about Nebuchadnezzar, right? Um, he was in a grand position of authority. Um, the time of Babylon that he ruled over was one of, if not the greatest kingdom. And it, it was wealthy, uh, politically, everything that dealt with Babylon was dealt with in excellence, right? And Nebuchadnezzar was the, was the face of that excellence. And the issue about that is he did not give it back to God. <laughs> he took his position and said, Hey, this is mine. And because I sit in this seat, no one can tell me nothing about anything concerning the people that I'm ruling over and the kingdom that is mine. And the issue that I am starting to see the correlation of, it's the same thing in music. We have a lot of these Nebuchadnezzar like people who have been put in these positions and in these places and in these these um, authoritative seats and have yet to understand that that seat was given unto them and it wasn't something that they earned or or uh, something that um, they did by their own strength it was it was there in Daniel um, I believe in the excuse me the fourth chapter where um, it's speaking on um I think it's the third or the fourth chapter. Um, forgive me. I don't have my notes in front of me. Um, but um, where God is literally um, telling Nebuchadnezzar, hey, um, I, I'm the one who gave that to you. Um, and if you keep going down this path of pride, guess what, buddy? Um, not only am I going to take it from you, but I'm also going to send you into year span of insanity. And the only way that you're going to get both of those positions back, your sobriety and your authority, is when you acknowledge that I am God and I'm the one who gave it to you. And I think that we are in this place in space in um, time and and um, music uh, specifically, where we have come across this Nebuchadnezzar-like uh, kingdom, um, where nobody acknowledges God. Like, for instance, right, um, and another thing that Nebuchadnezzar did was um, he was always, always quick to bless God. He said, hey, I'm a blessed God, but I'm not going to serve you. Like, I, like, you know, thank you for what you've done and the positions that you've given me, but my life is still my own. Um, and a lot of times we see that when, you know, certain people, um, 
gain these awards and these um, um, these statues that acknowledge um, their work, right? And they go up on stage and they're like, hey, um, I want to give honor to God who's the head of my life, et cetera, et cetera. And then turn around <laughs> and we see them doing X, Y, and Z that doesn't necessarily line up with God being the head of their life. And it's the same thing, right? Nebuchadnezzar was okay with blessing God, was okay with thanking him for what he had done, but he was not okay with giving him his life. And I think that is exactly where we are in this realm of not only hip hop, but in music where we're okay with thanking God for giving us what, um, we, what we perceive as being, a an award or a reward for our diligent work, but we are not comfortable enough with the sacrifice of our life and we that's a dangerous a dangerous dangerous place to be because it's like how many times does this have to be shown not only in scripture but also in life where uh god will literally take the position from you until you recognize that he is in control like how many times do we have to go down this road, right? Um, and the thing that made it even worse is that uh, Belshazzar, the one that came after him, um, it's a little bit of debate on whether or not that's his son or his grandson, um, because um, in that time and in that language and in that culture, um, there was no such thing or word for grandson um, or grand or grandfather. Uh, so um, they reduce it to the trans, the transliterated version for English into uh, son. Um, but moving forward from that, the thing about that is the one that came after him did not heed. He did not heed to what his forefather had went through. And the difference in that he, it, uh, of him not heeding, right? Instead of God giving him mercy, God ended his life instantly. Not only did he end his life instantly, but the entire kingdom of Babylon was destroyed and was given to another kingdom. And I fear that, um, I fear that those that are, that are, you know, younger and I'm, and I'm saying this, like, I'm not young. I feel like those who are my age are even younger than me. And I'm 25, um, that they are not, or we, let me act like I am a part of this, that we are not heeding to our forefathers and their mistakes. We're not heeding to the mistakes of Michael Jackson. We're not heeding to the mistakes of Prince. We're not heeding to the mistakes of Whitney Houston. We're not heeding to these, um, very, uh, honorable, in their craft, artists, we're not heeding to their mistakes. And yes, we all fall short. Yes, but guess what? His grace is sufficient. And when your heart is in the right place, you won't have to worry about your shortcomings. Right? Um, and it's, it's a very fearful time that we are in because, um, again, we are beating our chest as if we are, uh, as if we gave the gift to ourselves. Um, and that's not how that works. Right. Um, so before I close out, um, and before, you know, uh, we get to the end of this thing, um, I want to, uh, impose this question. Um, and you, I, I, I would love to hear your feedback in the comment section. Um, and, uh, wherever you are, um, you can DM me the, your answer, however you want to go about it. Um, 
you can get uh, nah, 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 how you want to go about it. I'm, I don't even know the words to that song, but it came up. <laughs> Anyways, this question that I want to pose to you is in today's culture of hip hop, um, is it as impactful slash life changing as we once recognized it to be? If so, why? And if not, why? Um, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave that um, to you all, and then we're going to go into another discussion about that. But I, I really want to hear you all's thoughts on the impactfulness of music today, and specifically hip hop today, um, and what that looks like. All right. Um, again, this is God in hip hop, and your host Ico coming before you to say we are giving the stage back to God. And that's what this is. Okay. I hope this shifts your perspective of hip hop, whether you like it or not. This is God in hip hop, and we will see you in the next episode. Peace.